Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. Hallelujah. Why don't you, at this time, we're going to dismiss the 180 to go into their small group. Why don't you find about three or four people, give them a high five, a handshake. If you don't want to touch them, wink at them or something, and let them know God is so good. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to kind of talk about today, I believe, for a little bit. Manifestation or demonstration of the Holy Ghost, part two. Demonstration of the Holy Ghost, part two. We started on that on Wednesday night. I don't know how long we'll go. <clears throat> but the word demonstration means manifestation. I'm going to be real blunt with you. Now, you can take some things. What you do with what I, what, what I say is up to you. I, I'm doing everything I, I know to do to make sure. I, I got a personality, and the Holy Spirit's going to talk to me on my level. Are y'all following me? You can do with what you want to with this. My job is to get it out there. Okay? It's amazing that we don't invest a lot of time in the book of Acts. When that's when the church was born. What this generation has got to have is a demonstration of the Holy Ghost. If we don't have that demonstration, then everything we do is just a bunch of dead religion. And listen carefully what Paul said. He tells us, I believe it's in Timothy, it's either in Timothy or in Thessalonians. He says... <clears throat> There's going to be a group of people, and I'm going to paraphrase this. There'll be a group of people in the earth that will practice religion, but deny the power. And then you know what he said about those people? He warns the church and he said, from such, turn away. Turn away from that. You want to know why our young people have turned away from the church, no demonstration of the Holy Ghost. No power. To them, it's just dead head religion. But God is stirring, and I'm going to get on the positive side of it. God is stirring now and breaking forth something that is spontaneous of the Holy Ghost. Okay? Go with me to, to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We'll, we'll start right there. I won't be able to go through all of that because I want to jump to the book of Acts chapter 2. 
Do you remember, while you're turning to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, do you remember in the book of Exodus, Moses was on the backside of the desert. He ran away from Egypt. He's on the backside of the desert, been over there for 40 years. How many of you have ever felt like you've had a 40-year desert experience? Sometimes I felt like I've had a 40 years desert experience in two years. Okay. <clears throat> but he's on the backside of the desert. Taking care of his father-in-law's sheep. They wasn't even his sheep. Now I've worked for my father-in-law and I love him. He's gone on to heaven right now. And I miss him. But there's nothing like working for your father-in-law. Anyway, he's, he's taking care of his father-in-law's sheep. And he sees a bush over there burning. And it's, the fire is not consuming anything. It's just a continual blaze in this bush. He goes over there to investigate it. And as he goes, a voice speaks out of the bush and says, Take your shoes off for your own holy ground. And then you know the story how God tells him, I'm going to use you, I'm sending you back to Egypt, and you're going to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. You're not asking him, you're going to tell him. Now that's in the book of Acts, I mean in the book of Exodus. In the New Testament, listen very carefully, in the New Testament, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost is the church's burning bush. Moses was empowered to go back to Egypt to tell Pharaoh, you're going to let my people go. And performed all kinds of miraculous deeds and manifested the power of God to a generation that thought God... I imagine they, under their hard taskmasters and servitude, they wondered where, if there was a God. The church has been, has been given the book of Acts, the day of Pentecost as the burning bush experience so that we can go out into all the world and preach the gospel, listen carefully, with power. We're not here, listen carefully, we're not here just to encourage people to be miserable. Are you following me? And have no answer to any of the dilemmas that we're in that the, this generation is facing. And until the church understands that, you need to embrace, everybody say embrace, embrace. the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in this generation. Embrace it. Quit trying to figure it out with your head. Your pea brain thinking is what's got you all messed up anyway. Okay? And your best efforts will do nothing more than turn over a, a glass of water. Accidentally. I accidentally did that. And so we're, we're trying to 
uh, invest most of our time trying to clean up all of our mistakes and you're not going to be able to clean them up. Only the Holy Ghost, everybody say the Holy Ghost, is going to be able to do so. Watch this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Wow. Paul said, And I, brethren, verse 1, When I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Watch verse 4. Very important. And my speech and my preaching was not. Everybody say was not. With enticing words, or the word enticing there means persuadable words of man's wisdom. I'm not here to try to reason human reasoning with other human reasoning. Okay? You know what? Reasoning, we're trying to reason when we want to come. Let, 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 let's, let's reason this thing out. And so we come up with another viewpoint of fallen human nature. And so we're, you know, well, we're just all in this together. Yeah, we are all in this together. And the more we reason, the more we're hopeless. The only place in the Bible that tells us to reason is God says in the book of Isaiah, come, let us reason together. Now, how many of you think that you can persuade God? I think it's quite the contrary. God is going to persuade you. Amen. He said, come, let us reason together. And this is what he said. See your sins? Your sins are as scarlet, but they shall be white as snow. You can't reason that. Now, let me, let me just, let's be honest. Okay? How many of you have ever screwed up in your life? You don't raise your hand, you just screwed up. Okay. How many of you remember those screw-ups? Okay. And if you screwed it up really bad, I promise you, you won't forget it. You say, well, God, 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 forget. God forgives it, and He forgets it. But you remember it. Okay? And if we reason, well, this is my experience. Well, your experience and my experience it doesn't give us any hope. And he said, let us reason together. How do you get rid of sin that is red as scarlet and it become white as snow as if, as if, as if, you had never done that. That's God's reasoning. Human reasoning. How many of you ever messed up so bad that you had a hard time forgiving yourself? Everybody else done moved on and here you are six months, six years later still having a problem with it. With condemnation. Okay? I, I, I just want to know if I'm talking to the right people. 
That's why Paul said, when I came to you, I didn't come with persuadable, reasonable words of man's wisdom. I didn't come that way to you. And we send everybody to Bible school so that they can be orators. Well, that went really good. I had somebody wanted me to go to Bible school one time, and I said, why should I go? It'll mess me up. I got enough problems on my own. Now, there's nothing wrong with Bible school. It really isn't. I went to Bible school. My point is, we need the demonstration. Look at what he said. He said, I didn't come with words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit, watch this, of the Spirit, and of what? Power. power. And of power. Manifestation of the Spirit. That word demonstrate means manifest. Uh, manifest. Manifestation of the Spirit and of power. You need some power. If our generation is ever going to see there's any hope in this generation, it has to have the ability, the power that only comes from the Holy Ghost. Can't come any other way. Because human reasoning gets in the way of it. Now, as far I've had the Holy Spirit tell me to do something, and my head says, uh, I don't think so. And give it all of the excuses. Isn't that what Moses did to the burning bush? But 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 God 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 only used Aaron to be Moses' mouthpiece because Moses came up with the excuse. He didn't have to. Are you following me? Already God. Let's look at this. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect or mature, yet not the wisdom of this world. You have to understand there's two kinds of wisdom in operation. Fallen human nature's wisdom, according to the, uh, to the Bible, James says this, says this, that that wisdom that's earthly, sensual, and devilish. So human reasoning is earthly, sensual, and full of the devil. Okay? But the wisdom that comes from above, the wisdom that comes from above is totally different. It brings about peace without partiality, without hypocrisy. Easy to be entreated. Easy. Everybody say easy. easy. Okay. You know what that means? It's easy to be satisfied. Easy to be entreated. Guess what? When you get into man's wisdom, it's too hot. It's too cold. Music's too loud. It's not loud enough. Pastor Ronnie, he preaches too long. And so we go through the ritual without the power go out to our car, and before we can get to we're going to eat, you're probably in an argument already. 
over where you're going to eat. You follow? In a, in a state of frustration. So all we did was appease our flesh. Because we got a religious obligation out of the way. And there's no power that follows us through the rest of the week. Are you following me? Now that is changing. I know that I'm talking, it sounds like I'm talking negative about what we've missed. We're going to get into the positive flow here in just a minute, but I want you to see the contrast. We don't want to go back to the th way things was. I don't want to. And I ain't a goner. If I'm the only one here, I ain't a goner. Turn to your neighbor and say, I ain't a goner. Now, I'm going to invite you to come with me, but I ain't going back. I ain't going back. Because that's what set up the devil to be able to do what he's done to this generation. Had the church concentrated on the book of Acts, the devil wouldn't have gotten by with what he's gotten by with. Ooh, man. Now I know why God wanted us to sing this song again. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Go with me. To the, uh, we'll stop here. Mm. We'll stop here right now. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 2. Now it's just amazing to me, all those that are... You know why people don't get baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues? Because they're trying to do it with their head. It doesn't make sense to them. Do you think that made sense to Moses? How many of you ever saw a, a bush on fire and you went over there and talked to and you talked to it and it talked back to you? <laughs> See, we look at that as a fairy tale. When it literally happened. It literally happened where fire out of that bush talked to Moses. And it had an extensive conversation. Enough that wait, it made Moses go back to his father-in-law and say, I quit! And walked off from his security to go back to what he know, doesn't know except by what the bush told him is going to happen in Egypt. He didn't know that when he went back to Egypt that he may have been met with Pharaoh and an armed guard. He had no idea. Remember this, the book of Acts, the day of Pentecost, was the burning bush experience for the church. And we've kind of done away with it. I'm talking about in the past. It's changing. We've kind of done away with it and kept quiet about it because after all, we don't want to offend somebody. We're both miserable, but we don't want to offend you and make you more miserable. In reality, 
You can't figure this out with your head. How many of you think you can go reason with God and instruct Him on how He's going to do anything? You see what happens? Religion makes God real small and captivate Him in the pea of your brain. Talk about pea brain. This is what God says in the book of Isaiah. My ways are not your ways. As far as the heavens are above the earth. Now how far is the heavens above the earth? Pretty far. In fact, the man that went to the moon still had further out to go. My ways are not your ways. As far as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. God doesn't deal... Listen carefully, with the head of man first. He deals with the heart of it. We talk about this. What does God look at? He looks at the what? Then why are you looking at somebody's, the color of somebody's skin? You don't tell me the church is full of fallen human nature's flesh? I can't help it. I, I, I live in a white body. Sometimes I like, it, I like for it to be tall, dark, and handsome, but it didn't happen that way. I didn't choose my body. God chose my body. Because God was looking at my heart. Are, are you following me? I've done everything I could to grow one cubit higher. So guess what? I just wear my boots. You understand what I'm getting at? God looks at the what? That means God is going to deal with the heart so it can affect the head. Not the head, the heart. And if, the Holy, if you don't invite the Holy Ghost to come in to your heart and burn out the chaff of your fallen human nature's thinking, You'll never obey God. You'll always come in, up with an excuse to stay in a rut. You do know what a rut is, right? A rut is a grave with two ends kicked out. That's exactly where the devil wants to keep you and I. The church to be in a rut. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, hurry. And Jesus said, you, that's not what I did in the book of Acts. That's not, what I, that's not what he did. In the book of Acts, man, they were full of boldness and fire. And they faced the devil head on. And the miraculous spread out. And the manifestation of the Holy Ghost was all over the place. Even if they was put in prison and couldn't stay in prison because an angel had let them out. And it spread like wildfire. On that very first day of that burning bush of experience in the book of Acts, Peter stands up with all boldness and 3,000 people got saved. He did not appeal to their reasoning. The Holy Ghost manifested to them and they were standing back in amazement and that was the open door for him to preach the gospel. Amen. Are you following? 
when the church begins to understand that this is not something that is contained within the four walls of this building, but it is to spill over into your everyday life and street, your cup runneth over. Are you, are you following what we're talking about? Acts chapter 2. Did you find where it's located? I didn't know if you had a Bible that still had Acts in it. Listen to this. Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Now the word Pentecost just calm down. Automatically, the stigma is when you say the word Pentecost, we're talking about holy rollers. That's the, 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 my dad and my mom were made fun of. They called them holy rollers. They was mocked. They didn't care. Just kept right on. Okay? And with the day of, the word Pentecost just means 50 days. 50 days from Passover. 50 days. That's all it meant. Okay? Was fully come. In other words, when there was 50, exactly 50 days from Passover, they were all with one accord in one place. What were they there for? One, one reason. Everybody say one reason. What was the reason? Jesus, before he ascended, told them to go wait in Jerusalem till they received the promise of the Father. This, listen, listen carefully. The whole purpose of you being born again is not to take you to heaven. We have been lied to by religion. Okay? Now pay attention. Because if not, you're going to go out here and say something I didn't say. I didn't say when you leave your body you're not going to go to heaven. It's not what I said. I said the purpose of you being born again was not to take you to heaven. If that were the case, then the best thing to happen is the moment you got born again is to get you out of here so you don't mess everything up. You know what I found out? Every person that I've ever led to Jesus didn't get out of here immediately. So what is the purpose then? Well, Brother Ronnie, so we can have eternal life. Eternal life begins the moment you make Jesus the Lord of your life. It doesn't, it doesn't happen when you leave your body. Now pay attention. The purpose of the baptism, of, I mean the purpose of being born again is so you can be baptized with the Holy Ghost. You, don't, you read John 14, 15, 16, and 17, it'll make it plain to you. Okay? He said he would come and live and abide in you for how long? Ever. Forever. So God doesn't save you so that you can just do the best you can while you're here on earth and hope that it'll be worth it all when you die. No, he came to put his spirit in you so you wouldn't be an orphan or alone. God's not asking you to do things on your own. 
He wants the Holy Ghost in you so you can do it with him because he's furnishing the power, the wisdom, and the, and the ability to fulfill the will of God in your life. Are you following? Okay, stay with this. They were there for that one reason, to receive the promise of the Father. And suddenly, everybody say suddenly. That word just means unexpectedly. They didn't expect it to come like this. How many, uh, I like God to show up and put, and, and I like for him to butt into my life because when he does, he does it in a way that I don't know, that I didn't expect him to do it. I just didn't expect him to do it that way. Are y'all following? How many of you want God to butt in on your circumstances? Jesus, you can just butt in anytime you want to. Okay? And suddenly, unexpectedly, they didn't know that this was going to happen. He just told them, go wait for the promise. They didn't know how it was going to come. They didn't instruct God on how. Now, when, Holy Spirit, when you come, let's keep it. Because we don't want to offend nobody. Can I help you to understand something? The fallen human nature of man is hostile against God. The Holy Ghost is going to offend. And I've been offended. But it's all right. I needed to be. How many of you ever had your theology messed up? I hope you did. And suddenly, there came a sound. Everybody say sound. sound. Where did it come from? There's a sound of heaven blowing across the land. And it's different than what people expected. Okay? This is the only hope for the political, economic, educational, social, media mess we're in. You're not going to be able to do this from a political might. You're going to have to do it from the Holy Ghost. Because I want to tell you what's going to happen. If you try to do it with just political might, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to be exhausted, worn out, and you'll think it's never going to happen. And then you'll wind up cooling down and compromising. Let's reach out. This is what they say, all the politicians say. We just want to reach out to the other side. Why would you want to reach out to the devil? Hello? We just, want to, we just want to reach across the aisle. Now, I didn't, I'm not talking about this aisle. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? Why, why do you want to compromise on abortion? Why, why, why would you want to do that? Well, I think people ought to have, uh, you know, it's their life. They ought to be able to live it the way they want to. I don't want to bother them as long as they don't bother me. So, Someone that cannot defend themselves because you want not to offend the person that's going to do the killing. So guess what we do? The churches reached across the aisle. 
You follow what I'm saying? You're going to be exhausted. You won't have no hope stirred up in you. So it's not a political answer. It's a spiritual one. Y'all still love Jesus? I'm not going to ask you whether you love me or not. All right, a sound from heaven. It's a heavenly sound. It doesn't sound like anything on earth. It sounds differently. That's why if you go to church and you're listening with your head and not worshiping with your heart, then guess what? You won't hear the sound. You won't hear it. You'll think we're crazy. I would rather be, look crazy in the eyes of fallen human nature than to look crazy in the eyes of God. Okay? So go ahead. Just say he's a crazy man. He's a wild man. That's okay. At least I got some fire. Are you following? Stay with me now. I may not keep you all day today. <clears throat> and as, listen, this sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind. Now stop right there. I want to get these phrases. The word rushing, it does mean a gust of wind. It does mean that. But it also means to be moved inwardly. The sound from heaven, the rushing mighty wind, is still blowing. The gust of wind is blowing. But guess where it's blowing? It's blowing inwardly. Everybody say inwardly. Okay? Inwardly, it's still blowing. Okay? Watch this. And it also means to bring forward, to move forward, to bring forward. How many of you want to go forward instead of stay stagnated in a rut with the, with, with the two ends kicked out? Well, where to God? Now we're getting somewhere. Okay. It also means, listen carefully, to bring in by announcing to bring in by announcing. So that day, they were in the upper room for one purpose, for the promise of the Father. And all of a sudden, they hear this sound. It kind of rattles everything. How many of you, just recently with the storms that we had around us, all of a sudden the wind starts blowing, the trees start slapping around, and maybe a few shingles come off the roof. I, I know some shingles need to come off some roofs. It came off the roof. Okay? Even trees were blown down. Okay? It was a sound. And it made some noise. Glory to God. Mm. But that was an announcement to bring something in. God was announcing, I am here. And God's announcing to this generation, I am 
here. I'm not le left you to your own dead religion that has no ability and no might and no power to contend with the lies of the devil. I am here. Glory to God. It made an announcement. Glory to God. And guess what it did? It filled all the house where they were sitting. It filled the whole room. Guess what? The announcement filled the room. The announcement filled the room. But when you have your own agenda and everything has to go by that agenda, the wind blows over you. Instead of filling you. Goes right over you. Because you're trying to comprehend it. With human reasoning. Listen, do you think it made sense? Here Moses is going to go into Egypt. He's going to go right up to Pharaoh. And he's going to say, God said let my people go. Do you think it made sense to his head? But the burning bush experience burned out his reasoning to where he obeyed God Almighty versus the reasoning of men. That's what God's looking for today. And that's what he's going to get. The question is whether it's going to be you or not. Whether it's going to be me or not. Now listen carefully. It was a rushing. Mighty. The word mighty means forcible. Everybody say forcible. I want you to get it. It's a forcible. It's a force that cannot be contended with. Neither, let me put it another way. Cannot be stopped. Let's talk about the wind for a minute. Can you tell where it comes from? Can you tell where it's going? Now, you know, you know that if it blows out of the north, it's going to blow to the south. We get that. But you don't know where it came from. You don't know where it's going next. You can't see it. You can only feel it. The wind of God's Spirit is blowing in the church again, and the church can't tell where it's coming from or where it's going, but we feel it. Yes. We know something's going on, something different than just a couple of years ago when we were, we were beat up, battered up, lied to, didn't know where, who we were going to believe. All of a sudden, something's different. We can't tell where it came from. We can't tell where it's going to take us, but we know that it's here. Everybody say, I know it's here. Glory to God. Can you, can you grasp that? Every day that I wake up now, I know something's different. I cannot explain it. I cannot articulate it. I cannot reason about it. All I know is something is different and something's here to make a change that only God can produce. 
That's why you need to quit arguing about it and jump into the flow instead of just dipping your toe in it. I don't want to be on the fringe benefits. Glory to God. Now, I'm going to really shake some of you up in a minute. And read a little bit further. Maybe we'll get that far. And it filled all the house. And there appeared. Notice they felt this wind. They heard it. And there appeared. Everybody say appeared. So now we're getting the physical senses involved of something that you cannot explain. You can't really see it. From I, from I, I, I see it, but how many of you are, well, I saw that, but I, 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 I can't believe it. How many of you ever said, I saw that, but I, I just don't believe it? Thomas? Huh? Hope your name's not Thomas. I'm not picking it. I'm talking about doubting Thomas. Now appeared. There appeared. God got. They heard something. They felt something. Now they're seeing something. There appeared unto them cloven tongues. Now the word cloven, all it just means is distribution. The splitting up and, and scattering out. That's all that means. Or the distribution of tongues, we could say it that way. That's what the word cloven means. The distribution of tongues. Now, tongues means language or dialect. And it was like fire. Where was the fire? You know the number one thing? There's two areas that fire needs to be in. In here and in here. Once it's in here, then when you speak, it's not empty words. Trying to persuade people. Are you following? All of a sudden, it's in here, and now when we speak, there's a fire in our words that have some substance to it, that can produce, instead of human reasoning, that just reasons and becomes nothing more than a room full of philosophy that has no ability to do anything. There comes a place in your life where you have to quit just gabbing. To gab. My dad taught a sermon years ago and he, and he turned it into a book. And I want you to listen to this. Listen to this. The Spirit moved and God spoke. That's what God is saying to the church. That, listen carefully. That word rushing means to move, to move, or bring forward, to be moved inwardly, to be moved inwardly. 
the Spirit moved and God spoke fire out of your lips. This is what the devil can't handle. Man. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So now we have something we hear, something we feel, something that appeared, and something that spoke. The tongue was involved. Are you, are you hearing? That's a manifestation of the Holy Ghost. It's not just a figure of religious speech. It manifested God's power. Are y'all following me? Okay. You still here? All right. Now let's go... And that's what caused 3,000 people. 3,000. Some mocked. Some said that these people were drunk. Hello. When the Holy Ghost fills you up, it gets you outside of your human reasoning. And to the human reasoning, it looks like you're a screwball. <laughs> looks like you're an oddball. They may call you a holy roller. At least the floor will be clean. Now, I've never seen anybody roll on the floor, but, but they call them holy rollers. So, so what? See, if, if your pride gets in the way, you won't be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because God can't move with human pride. Human pride, listen carefully. The pride of fallen human nature, you know where that came from? That came from the devil. That's what caused the devil to rebel against God. His pride. Pride of Lucifer. That's where that comes from. Well, now, 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 Pastor Ronnie, now, we may look foolish. I'd rather be foolish with, with God than to be wise with men. Because the wisdom of men is what's got us in trouble. Animals don't even do, do what the wisdom of men do. Are, are, you, are you listening? I'm just saying to you that you can do with what you want to about it. I ain't going back. I ain't going back. I can't make you do this, but I'm just telling you, I like the power source. Oh, my goodness. And if they, they, they say, well, you know, you just... You just that church is messed up. You go, to, you go to that church that's messed up. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you might as well get used to it. We're going to be known for the Holy Ghost. That's what causes, listen carefully, the Holy Spirit's what causes the printed page of this Bible to come up off the page and live in me. It becomes a living, breathing witness 
I am witness to the goodness of God. I, I don't witness. My life is the witness. I don't witness to people. My life becomes. I be a witness. I be that. And it's beyond my ability. So guess what I do? Quit arguing with the Holy Ghost and get in the flow with Him. And let Him just sweep you right on past all the excuses of fallen human nature. Right on to into success and victory. Why don't you just do that? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm. Why don't you just allow the Holy Spirit to sweep across the land? Get a hold of City Hall. Are, are you understanding? You know what I've been praying? I just might as well tell you. I'm going to pray. I've been praying it anyway. Because I haven't, I haven't liked our mayor because I think, he's, I think he, but he's blinded by the devil. He's just blinded by the devil. You know what I've been praying? Holy Ghost. I'll be like R.W. Shannon. Sick him, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Go get him right when he doesn't expect it. Oh, when all those around him doesn't expect it, all of a sudden just get a hold of him, rattle all that stuff out, and fill him up with your spirit. <laughs> now, I didn't say it's voting for him. I'm just saying I'm taking something that is beyond just a vote. Are you following me? You don't think God could do that? Yes, He can do it. Do you, how do you think? Listen, how many of you remember when uh, President Reagan told Gorbachev to tear this wall down? How many of you are old enough? Okay. What you're not hearing is what God was doing behind the scenes with Gorbachev. You don't hear that because it's something spiritual. And news media never talks about that. God was on behind the scenes. And he was jerking on his chain. <laughs> Are you following me? You don't think God could do that? If he, listen, did he not do that to Nebuchadnezzar? He said, Nebuchadnezzar, you think you're hot stuff. Well, let's just see. How about seven years of living like an animal? Let's just see. And he lived out there like an animal. Go read it yourself. When he came back, oh, he came back to his right mind and snapped to his right mind. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he's God. I'm telling you, that's what God is going to do to this mess. All right, let, let me go back. One last, let's go back. Oh, my goodness. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 real quickly. And then I'm, I'm going to close here in about five minutes. Glory to God. He said, how be it we speak Wisdom among them that are mature, not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. We're speaking wisdom. Uh, uh, that, let me back up here. He said, I didn't come, verse 5. I didn't come with enticing words of man's wisdom, right? Verse 5. 
that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. But guess what it should stand in? The power of God. Glory to God. Your faith should be in the power of God. Say this with me. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ask or think according to His power that's working in me. That's called Holy Ghost power. Watch this. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect or mature, not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world, that come to naught. It's all crashing down. Listen very carefully. I'm going to make this statement. I'm just giving you a clue. There's going to be a change of money coming. And it's not going to be what they think. That's all I'm going to say right now. It's coming, and it's right upon us. You better start walking with the Holy Ghost. Because this change is going to mess everything up they got planned. You thought you saw confusion. All right. He said... They come to not, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. This is mysterious to fallen human nature. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world under our glory. God ordained this. This is God ordained. Which none of the princes of this world knew. Had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, watch this. I hath not seen, nor ear heard, nor either, neither have entered into the heart of man the things. Watch this. The things. Say, God's got some things. Which God hath prepared for them that love him. Evidently, you love him or you wouldn't be here. So he's got some things prepared for you. One translation says he, he's got them uh, uh, prepared and ready. They're ready when you get ready. The problem is we haven't been getting ready. Now we're starting to get ready. Glory to God. Watch this. But even though we haven't seen them with our eye, heard them, they didn't have, they never saw this on the day of Pentecost before. They never heard this with their ear. It never entered into their heart how this is going to happen. Are you listening? That thing on the day of Pentecost, that was just one thing. That thing on the day of Pentecost that was prepared for those that love Him. But God. Turn to your neighbor and say, I love it when God butts in. <laughs> but God hath revealed them. They are revealed unto us. How? By His Spirit. By his Spirit. Not by your head. Now let me ask you this question in closing. Think about it. Did God, when the earth was without form and void, darkness was upon the face of the earth, kind of like darkness shall fill the earth and gross darkness the people. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. But when God, when it was like that, 
Everything was pitch black, confused, messed up. You couldn't tell nothing. Did God call you on the phone and say, I'd like for you to give me your advice. How am I going to do this? How, how am I going to bring this into being? He didn't consult you, did he? If he didn't consult you then, that, I mean, that seemed like, that was, that, that was ground zero. If he didn't consult you then, and he ain't consulting us now, maybe he wants us to consult him by his spirit. How is this going to be, Pastor Ronnie? Well, it kind of sounded like Zechariah to me when the angel appeared. The angel appeared to him and said, Zechariah, you and Elizabeth are going to have a child. His name shall be called John, you know, and goes and tells him, and he turns to, he, well, just how is this going to be? Well, I'm going to show you. Just because you want to know how and you want to reason with me, I'm going to show you. You're not going to be able to speak until the baby's born. You know, God needs to put a zip on some people's lip. Because he's over there trying to say, God, hello, you need to be like Mary when the angel appeared unto her. Said, you're going to, have, you're, you're, you're going to bear the Savior. She said, well, I'm a virgin. How, what do you, what do you, you know, how can this be? What, what do you want me to do? Just let the Holy Ghost have you. Y'all missed it. Just let the Holy Ghost have you. And that miraculous thing that's going to be consummated inside you is going to produce something that ain't ever happened before. How many of you like for God to do some things with you and through you that ain't ever happened to you before? Then you got to let the Holy Ghost have you. It wasn't done by her head. And guess what? She was a young girl that didn't throw her experience in the way. Are you following? I think I'm going to close right there. Jump to feet. How many of you want to get out of that grave called a rut and let the Holy Ghost do what He wants to do with you? Glory to God. Y'all are learning some stuff. God is going to put, put you in positions that when you come back to church, uh, the next time we meet, you're going to say, Brother Ronnie, let me tell you what. I had sweaty palms. My heart was pounding like this. But I knew it was God for me to do this, and I did it. And so-and-so got healed. They didn't even know God. Hello. A supernatural thing took place. Then you're going to come to church. And we're going to sing that song. It's kind of a, a revival song. Look what the Lord has done. Hello. And then you'll be like me trying to move. Don't worry to go. <laughs> Woo! Let's begin to praise the Lord for a minute.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're not confined to this building, Jesus. It's going to break out into the streets. It's going to break out at work. It's going to break out at school. Man can't stop what you're doing. The wind of your spirit is blowing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Oh, Holy Spirit, do what you want to do. Help us to hear your voice clearly. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, and a spirit of boldness will come upon you. Intimidation will leave. And you'll rise to the occasion and speak the oracles of the Almighty. And you'll see leaders like Pharaoh who think that they are God bowed their knee. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Fill us up, Holy Spirit. We want our cup to run over with you. Expand our hearts. Make our cup bigger. Let it overflow into our everyday lives. We want to live in the overflow of, of the moving of your Spirit. Deepen us, widen us, lengthen us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The miracle working power of His Spirit is here this moment. Those that are viewing by live stream, He's right there where you're at. He doesn't know no dis distance. Glory to God. It's a sound from heaven. It's not a sound from Omega Church. It's a sound from heaven. Glory to God. Any of you want a miracle? I don't even say need. I'm not asking you because everybody needs one. How many of you want the miraculous? How many of you want a miracle? You want a miracle. You want one. You want one. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then you put your faith in the power of God. A miracle has to come from God. It can't come from human reasoning. It has to come from God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right now I speak the name of Jesus over you. The name of Jesus over you. Over every situation represented in the sound of my voice, I speak the name of Jesus over you. 
Glory to God. Now you right now, by faith, say in the name of Jesus, I take, I take my miracle. I take it. Glory to God. I take it. It's mine. I take it right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. No more putting up with the same status quo. This rut I'm coming out of. This rut of sickness. This rut of poverty. This rut of, of, of grief and sorrow. This rut of confusion and disarray. In the name of Jesus, I take my miracle. I am coming out of this thing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. The miracle power of God is here. He's here. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You say, Pastor Ronnie, when, we go, when are you going to take your miracle? I'm staying here because of you. When are you going to take this? Glory to God. Grab a hold of it. You don't need me to lay hands on you. The gift of faith is here. Your faith is risen. Take your miracle. Take your joy for your grief. Take it. Take it. Take your healing for your sickness. Take it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come, come, can you come in this? Sing that. I speak the name of Jesus and let's listen. While this song is going on, they're gonna pray, they're gonna speak the name of Jesus over you. And if you break out, break out. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We speak right now. We're going to take home. Our cup is running over. And we're going to take this home and it's going to burn through all the obstacles and create our miracle in the name of Jesus. Now, fathers, we leave here today. We're not leaving the way we came. Glory to God. We thank you that your grace surrounds us like a shield follows us wherever we go father we thank you that we hear your voice and the voice of another we will not follow we thank you lord jesus that you have given your angels charge over us our families our properties and our goods you've given us your name to use which we invoke say this out loud with me with all boldness 
and confidence. In the name of Jesus, there'll be no tragedy named among us. Now, Father, I thank you for filling us so full of your love that everywhere we go in our daily lives, your love oozes out of us, touches every person we come in contact with, with the truth of the gospel. Now, Lord, we give you praise and thanksgiving. We want to tell you thank you for your miraculous hand in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. You got it. Now take it home. Take it home with you. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.